Welcome to Gridlock Break, a no-labels podcast featuring one-hour conversations with elected officials and thought leaders from across the political spectrum. Tune in weekly to hear insightful and nonpartisan perspectives on how America can solve our toughest problems. In this episode, we hear from Governor Larry Hogan and Senator Joe Lieberman, the co-chairs of No Labels, about the state of play on the bipartisan infrastructure plan supported by President Biden, the House Problem Solvers Caucus, and 22 senators and counting. They provide their view on what it will take to get this critical investment in America's present and future signed into law. Let's listen in. It's a great opportunity for me to host this uh, meeting today with with our No Labels National Co-Chairs, U.S. Senator Joe Lieberman and Maryland Governor Larry Hogan. I'm sure you're all familiar with both of them. As you know, of course, uh, Joe was one of the uh, original bipartisans. He was uh, an independent in the Senate, although he caucused with the Democrats. Uh, uh, He's been with uh, No Labels for years. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan uh, has uh, come aboard in recent years uh, due to his uh, very, very uh, innate, uh, powerful bipartisan leanings. And, and they make a great team uh, representing our movement. Uh, this is a pivotal moment for No Labels, as I'm sure uh, all of you know, and for the direction of bipartisanship in this country. So much is riding on what's going on uh, these weeks and months. Uh, Senator Lieberman and Governor Hogan will share their thoughts on the current situation the infrastructure negotiations in particular and answer any questions you may have. If you have questions, please send them to Liz Morrison in the chat. She'll add you to the queue. Uh, And with that, I'm gonna turn it over to uh, uh, Governor Larry Hogan for his uh, remarks. Uh, Thank you very much, Howard. It's it's great to be uh, on with you again. Thank you for all of your leadership and Nancy. Thank you so much. I don't know if uh, my co-chair, Senator Lieberman, has joined yet, but it's an honor to be able to be the uh, co-chair along with him. I want to thank all of you for for joining the uh, talk today. I'm looking forward to it. America's crumbling infrastructure uh, and the gridlock in Washington both are crippling our economy and uh, hurting our country. But for decades, uh, both parties have agreed that infrastructure has been falling behind the rest of the world, that it desperately needs increased investment. Um, And yet nothing ever seems to have gotten done uh, because both sides have been playing partisan politics. And sadly, the American people have been paying the price for it, which is why No Labels has been working so hard um, on a bipartisan infrastructure bill. And as of this morning, um, we do have a bipartisan bill that is endorsed by both the House Problem Solvers Caucus and their Senate allies and uh, President Biden. Unfortunately, so far, uh, Majority Leader Schumer and Speaker Pelosi have not been willing to move the bill, and they seem to be holding it uh, for leverage on other spending bills, which do not have uh, bipartisan support. And, you know, I I just think we can't afford uh, the same Washington gridlock that has failed to deliver an infrastructure bill for decades. And not getting this uh, done, I think, would be bad for the country. Quite frankly, I think it would be bad for President Biden. And if we're not able to get this, you know, bill done that everybody seems to agree on, then I'm not sure when Washington will ever come together and get anything done in a bipartisan way. So the president has been out touting this agreement, which is terrific. Um, But so far, he has not used his considerable power uh, to push Schumer and Pelosi to actually move the bill. 
And uh, we believe that he should be taking what is uh, really a huge bipartisan win uh, that has been carefully and thoughtfully negotiated. And look, I understand the politics on his side of the aisle. Um, and, you know, I've, I've taken plenty of heat myself for uh, standing up to my party when I felt it was right and necessary. Uh, and frankly, I think that's what we need right now from President Biden. I think uh, he's got to push back on the leaders of his own party. And, uh, you know, working together in a bipartisan way is what he promised to do when he was running for president. It was the theme of his inaugural address. And I think it's what he actually wants to do. Um, so I, I believe it's very important that we not let this kind of narrow window of opportunity slip away from us. And it really has been the hard work of no labels and the problem solvers. It's the reason we've gotten so close to getting this done. Um, and we remain committed to continuing to do everything that we can to get this agreement past the finish line. Uh, today, we launched a national TV ad uh, a campaign uh, that uh, really urges the, the speaker and uh, Leader Schumer to bring the bill to the floor uh, to let them vote. And uh, as we're fighting to get this bill done, you know, I just hope we don't lose sight of the even larger battle here. You know, the country, I think, uh, this really comes down to what no labels is all about. And I, I think the country has a stark choice between two separate tracks. On one track is a sustainable, you know, you know, bipartisan, common sense governance, great for the country. And on the other track is just more of the same, you know, partisan division and dysfunction that uh, threatens you know, not just America's future, but democracy itself. So even if we succeed on infrastructure, which I'm, I remain hopeful that we will, uh, many folks in Washington, frankly, on both sides of the aisle, are, are going to be determined to continue to race back to politics mm -hmm. as usual. And uh, I think we have to be prepared, not just for this current battle, but also for the next one. But I do believe that no labels truly can make a difference here. Uh, between more of the same kind of failed partisan politics and real bipartisan common sense solutions for the country. So I want to say thank you all for joining me, and I very much look forward to uh, to the discussion and hearing from all of you on this critical topic. Very good. Thank you, Governor. Uh, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Joe Lieberman now. Joe, you may not have been on when I said all those wonderful things about you. <laughs> yeah, case, I, mean, I said nice things too, Joe. Yes, yeah, right. in which case, in which case uh, we'll give you a rain check. But uh, <laughs> everybody's eager to hear your thoughts on where we stand at this juncture. Uh, thanks, Governor, <clears throat> and thanks, Howard. Governor, I heard your nice words, and I thank you. Howard, I didn't hear your nice words, but I was told when I first arrived in Washington as a senator that you'll know uh, one of your colleagues really thinks well of you if they speak well of you when you're not in the room. So uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you both. Uh, a, a real particular thanks to Larry Hogan, who uh, I've really been delighted and proud to, to be the co-chair of No Labels with for the last several months. I mean, you could, we couldn't ask for a better national leader of No Labels. This is a uh, Republican elected in a state that is overwhelmingly Democratic. And uh, he didn't just get elected, he then works with overwhelmingly Democratic um, uh, legislatures to, um, to actually get something done. So he's, he, uh, he's just the perfect person to lead this organization now, and I thank him very much for it. 
Um, so this is a, um, a, a moment of extraordinary accomplishment, and I'd say pride for no labels, but um, maybe quoting uh, what was, was a great nonpartisan leader of an earlier generation, Yogi Berra, it ain't over till it's over. And this ain't over uh, yet. Now, why do I say it's such an extraordinary moment of accomplishment? We've had some great ones in the last few years. I mean, our House Democrats stuck together uh, after the election in 2018 and uh, uh, forced Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic majority to change the rules of the House in order to get their votes for uh, Speaker Pelosi between and the interim period between uh, the Trump administration and the Biden administration when uh, there was no uh, leadership uh, to get a COVID-19 relief bill passed that was critically necessary at that time to continue the program. Our, our House problem solvers, the bipartisan group that was enabled and continues to be supported by No Label, stepped forward, created, adopted a plan, recommended it, and uh, eventually, uh, both President Trump and President Biden supported it and it got adopted. But, but here's a, another great moment when, um, you know, everybody talks about infrastructure reform and how desperately we need it. The truth is we have a lot of roads and bridges that are just unsafe now and need to re be rebuilt. Also, there's an affirmative reason to do so because it's, it's such an economic uh, multiplier. We've been saying that for years in Washington. Uh, normally, that's a bipartisan bill, but it just hasn't happened. It's emblematic of the uh, partisan uh, control uh, uh, and gridlock in our Congress now. But uh, this year, beginning again with the House Problem Solvers, our group, and then the so-called Group of 10, which became a group of 21 bipartisan group in the Senate, uh, uh, each had their own uh, in, in infrastructure plans, then agreed on them, and then were invited by President Biden to the White House, and they negotiated uh, an ultimate agreement, which is the one we're talking about now. It's really extraordinary in these times. And yet, in the midst of all this, um, Speaker uh, Pelosi and Senator Schumer, the Democratic leader in the Senate, come forward and say, uh, oh, oh no, we're not gonna take this. The old rule, when you have the votes, call a roll. We're not gonna take this uh, until essentially we know we have the votes through reconciliation, um, one party votes uh, to uh, for a, a multi-trillion dollar additional plan, uh, which is not really infrastructure. We're not gonna let this infrastructure agreement go forward. I mean, to me, it's, you know, I know uh, Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chuck Schumer for a long time. They're great people. They're wonderful, uh, legis skilled legislative leaders. But, uh, and I can imagine why they're doing this, but it's just unacceptable. And um, it's particularly unacceptable and almost bizarre that we have the President of the United States supporting this bipartisan infrastructure agreement, actually going out and campaigning for it as he did in Wisconsin last year, and the leaders of his own party in the Senate and the House are saying, oh no, not, not, not now, not yet, Mr. President. Um, I think it'll be a, a terrible result, um, well, for no labels, but also for the 
country and for the Democratic Party if this infrastructure plan uh, is not adopted. And frankly, if, it's, if, if Schumer and Pelosi succeed in holding it up to be done at the same time with the um, larger and extraneous and much more controversial plans, the odds are that neither will get adopted. And uh, I speak for a moment as a Democrat, uh, the blame for that, will, uh, the American people will be frustrated, angry, and the blame for that uh, will go to President Biden and the Democratic Party. And unfortunately, they will uh, deserve it. So um, I just hope that uh, not only with, uh, with Pelosi and Schumer get to it, but that President Biden, as the leader of the party, will just demand that his leaders in Congress support him on this because he's on the line uh, and do what's right for the country. Our theme in the ad that has just gone up, sponsored by No Labels, and in our, uh, in our communications on this is uh, let, let the infrastructure, bipartisan infrastructure agreement come to a vote. Let's take a win for, for, for everybody, for the country, for both parties, uh, and uh, uh, for our government generally. So uh, what, what can we do about it? I think we've got to keep the pressure on Pelosi and Schumer, if any of you know them. Or, or your, uh, um, particularly in this case, your Democratic members of the House and the Senate, speak to them and, and urge them to talk to Schumer and Pelosi and let this go forward separately and then come back and Biden and they can fight for the other package uh, through reconciliation because they're not going to get um, uh, 60 votes for it. So there's a lot on the line here. As I said at the beginning, we've made enormous progress, the No Labels movement, on this bill. And there's a lot of reason for pride and gratitude to the to the members of Congress that you all have supported. But it ain't over, <clears throat> and it could it could not happen unless we keep the pressure on. So thanks very much for all you've done for No Labels to bring us to this point. Stick with us so we can uh, finish the job. Uh, Howard, glad to answer questions last uh, and now. Incidentally, Howard, I think you're a great American too. In case I haven't said that lately. Well, thank you, Joe. That's very kind of you. Uh, you know, we we all think that this is a tremendously important cause. Um, uh, I want to thank you for your candor and directness, and 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 I think that there, there's nobody who doesn't understand what's going on now. Go to nolabels.org to learn more about how we are bringing together a bipartisan group of public and private leaders working to solve America's toughest problems. I'm Ryan Clancy, and this has been an episode of Gridlock Break on the Labels Podcast.